Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 198. This is James Earl Jones for Fire Nation. Prepare to ignite. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to keep Entrepreneur on Fire daily and for free. With GoToMeeting, it's easy to stay connected from wherever you are, whenever you need to. Try GoToMeeting for free for 30 days by visiting gotomeeting.com, clicking the Try It Free button, and using the promo code FIRE. LegalZoom is an incredible resource for all entrepreneurs. Protect your business and support Entrepreneur on Fire by going to LegalZoom.com, finding the right services for you, and entering FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Ezra Firestone. Ezra, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared to ignite. I've got fire in my name. (laughs) That is so true. Ezra is an e-commerce expert and the founder of Smart Marketer. If you're interested in growing your e-commerce business and having fun while doing it, then Smart Marketer can help you. You will find many great tips, videos, and podcasts covering business, lifestyle, mindset, and more. Ezra, that was one of my favorite intros that I've yet done on Entrepreneur on Fire. So thank you for that. And I've also given Fire Nation a little overview, but take a minute, tell us about yourself because we want to get to know you personally and then tell us about your business. Sure. Well, I've got a a fairly non-traditional, fairly non-traditional viewpoints on everything in life uh, and (laughs) particularly in business. And that's because of where I was raised. I was raised on a hippie commune, for lack of a better way to describe it. And I grew up with, you know, uh, uh, alternative lifestyle viewpoints that have sort of shaped the way that I approach life and business um, in, in in a way that's different than most people. And so, I've got, you'll hear about some of those during the show today. And, and my, I've got e-commerce businesses, most notably one called Boom by Cindy Joseph, which is a pro-age Boom. cosmetic line. Yeah, Boom. Uh, it's geared towards the baby boomer generation, so it's sort of a play on words. Um, and the thing that's different about that is, you know, in our society, men are valued for production. So as we get older and as we make more money, we get more social power. And women are valued for youth and beauty, which dates back to 100 years ago when women were valued for their childbearing years. And so now there's all, you know, we have 76 million women in America collectively having the experience of their skin aging or their skin wrinkling and their hair going gray and their bodies are aging on the outside faster than they are on the inside. And society is treating them differently as a result of that. And they don't like it. And so all the products out there are anti-age and anti-wrinkle and basically you're bad for aging. And we're like, you know what? Hey, we're taking a stand against that. There is nothing wrong with aging. You are the right age. You are the right size. You're the right shape. And you don't have to be ashamed of, 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 of your body. And so it's just a sort of a different uh, take on that, 
that uh, thing that's going on in our society. And that's my main company. Um, I also have a, a company that I recently started called smartmarketer.com, which is where I share my research of what's working for me in business. And I get my friends and entrepreneurs to come and share and what's working for them, uh, share what's working for them. And specifically, if you have an e-commerce business, um, but any business really, we, we can help you grow it. And so we're building out our services division there, which is really fun. But Mainly, I do e-commerce, and now I'm moving in the direction of sharing uh, re- my research. Wow, Ezra, you have a lot of stuff going on, and you are completely right. We are going to be delving into all of that and more later on in the interview. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote. It gets that motivational ball rolling. It gets Fire Nation pumped up for the content you're going to be sharing with us. So take it away. Oh, well, here we go. Serve the world unselfishly and profit. And that's my motto in business. And it's really the only way that you can profit, in my opinion. You know, if you're serving others, you will be rewarded for that. And in business, you get rewarded in a monetary way. And another thing that, the other thing that you should know is that you can really only give from your own surplus, right? So you need to be taken care of in order to take care of others. And what that means is that, and a lot of entrepreneurs still have stuff going on this, believe it or not, you can feel good about making money. You can feel good about being an entrepreneur because having a lot affords you the surplus to be able to serve others. So my big quote and motto in business is serve the world unselfishly and life really. Serve the world unselfishly and profit. Powerful, Ezra. And as you know, Entrepreneur on Fire is about you, our spotlighted guest. So take it down to the ground level. How have you recently served the world unselfishly and how have you profited from that? Man, well, I could I could cite my newest podcast, Think Act Get. Like we, I've I'm learning about podcasts. I'm new to the podcasting medium, and I love it. And we've start a friend of mine, a a business partner, uh, James Shramko, who's actually been on your show and who's a genius of a guy. um, We started this uh, podcast together, Think Act Get, which where I get to share. My view, like my sort of out there, you know, woo woo in some cases, but not always, <laughs> viewpoints on on business and life, and I get to share that stuff with people, and so I'm serving it by sharing all this stuff that that I've found really helpful in my life, and I'm profiting by it because people are listening to it, and then they're saying, "Hey, could you help me with this?" or "I want to join your mastermind," or "I need this e-commerce service." So I'm out there just giving, just because it feels good and I enjoy it, and. I'm, I'm profiting because people are succeeding, people are enjoying it, and I'm actually making money from it, which is cool. Ezra, let's take a step out here for a second and talk about podcasting. I don't want to make you blush through the microphone, but it would be an absolute shame for you to be hiding behind blog posts and just words on a page. Your enthusiasm, your voice that comes across with just this emotion and passion, I mean, this is what's going to have you connect intimately with listeners. That is how we connected when we first called. If you had written me an email, I would have been like, yeah, Ezra seems like a cool guy. But it wasn't until we talked, till I heard your voice, the genuine passion and drive that you have. And that's why podcasting is so powerful. And that's why I just know you're on a great trajectory with your podcast and your ventures. So I definitely commend you for that. Thanks, man. I, I, I mean, I listen to Entrepreneur on Fire. I listen to all kinds of podcasts. And I just, I really think that they're, 
the best medium. You can take them wherever you want. You really can connect with people. You can get there. You can really, you really get to know someone through a podcast in a way that I don't even think you get on video because videos are too short. You can't take them with you while you're going. And specifically, blog posts, man. I, those are, I mean, nothing against blogging, but it's, it's, it's. I think, uh, uh, I think it's marketing 1.0, and we're at marketing 3.0. Couldn't agree more. And I was recently fortunate enough to have the CEO of Stitcher Radio himself, Noah Shannock, on Entrepreneur on Fire. And just to hear where Stitcher is taking the podcasting world. I mean, we already know where iTunes is taking the podcasting world. But Stitcher Radio, they've just signed deals with GM, Chevrolet, Ford, BMW. 2014 is coming around. And Stitcher Radio is going to be in the dashboard of these cars rolling off. So just like you can turn to Sirius XM Radio and listen to whatever you want to on the radio, you're going to be able to turn to Stitcher Radio, get to Entrepreneur on Fire, get to Ezra's podcast. It is incredible where the podcasting world is going because we're talking about on-demand, passionate, targeted content. So... We just have a great future ahead of us in the podcasting community. I'm thrilled you're joining us, Ezra. But before we get too carried away, we're going to transition now into our next topic, which is failure, which are challenges and obstacles that as entrepreneurs, we face every single day on certain levels. But I want you to take us back, Ezra, to a time in your journey when you failed, when you had a major challenge or obstacle that you had to dig deep to overcome and tell Fire Nation... How'd you overcome that? You know, I don't have to go back that far. I have to go back <laughs> about 90 days, not even 90 days. I thought I you were going to say this morning. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> daily I run into challenges in my business for sure. But I had a really big one that kind of hit, kind of caught me by surprise and hit me so much harder than I expected it to and really just shook me up and, and had me um, had me sort of reassess how I'm doing things and uh, and I'll just I'll get right into it, which is I spoke at a conference recently called the Traffic and Conversion Summit in San Francisco, and it was in yeah. front of two thousand people. And I spoke about e-commerce, and and basically overnight I had hundreds of emails and service requests and people getting in touch with me and Facebook messages, and I was just overwhelmed with people who wanted my attention and services, and I wasn't prepared for it. I did not have the systems in place to handle that level of attention. And in essence, I wasn't prepared to scale. And what I realized was that I could have controlled that better, right? So I could have only said yes to a few people and really done those projects 100% rather than taking on too much, which is what I did. And I think the lessons from that are, number one, be prepared to scale, right? So I have, I've changed everything up since then. So I'm ready now for an influx of a couple hundred people. I could handle that, whereas before, it, it basically took me out of the game for a whole month. And number two... Don't take on more than you can handle, right? Because saying no is actually much nicer, it turns out, than saying yes and not showing up 100%, which is what I did. I said yes to more things than I could actually feasibly take on. And then I, I had to, I was sort of in cleanup mode because of what I realized. I didn't realize this. I didn't deliberately say yes to a bunch of stuff and then and, and, and know that I wasn't going to be able to fulfill. But I said yes to all this stuff. And when I, I looked at it, I was like, wow, you know, I really don't have the infrastructure to be able to fulfill on all this stuff. And so it was just a, a wake-up call for me because my word means a lot to me. And if I say I'm going to do something, I do it, you know. And so I think it's really important to really take, take into consideration what you can actually do and only do those things. And, and if someone wants you to do something and you know that you can't really do it, say, hey, look, give me a week or two. Like, you know, come back, like, we, let's talk again in a month or whatever, whatever, however you have to handle that. But it really shook me up, that experience. 
the reality is people love honesty. People love transparency. And when you lead with that and you're providing value based off of that, you're really not going to go wrong in this world. People would much rather know straight up at the beginning what you're capable of doing. It comes down to reputation. So Ezra, if you could just pull out one clear lesson you learned from this experience, what would it be? The, the clear lesson I learned was that I need to say no. I need to be willing to pass up on the, on the excitement of money, on the excitement of a new job, and, and, and ask myself if I can actually perform that thing before I take it on, if I actually have the bandwidth, if my team has the bandwidth to do that. And that was big for me because I was always like, yeah, I can do this. Oh, of course, yes, yes, yes. I would always say yes, and I'd always pull it off, but now I check myself and I say, look, can we, you know, I look at the projects in the queue. Can we really do this? So uh, it just was a really big aha moment that I need to be willing to say no. Sometimes I go back to my loving rapping days and I just say, chickadee, check yourself before you, before wreck, you yourself. wreck yourself. <laughs> chickadee, choco, the chocolate chicken. Oh, love it. Ezra, we're going to go to the other end of the spectrum now. We're going to talk about that aha moment. Just like entrepreneurs fail every single day on certain levels, we also have aha moments every single day of varying degrees. Some are big, some are small, some inspire us, some pivot our business in different directions. But take us back to a time, Ezra, when you really had that big light bulb just come on. The clouds parted, the sun just shined through, and you said, wow, this is going to resonate with my authentic self, with my target market. And Ezra, how'd you turn that moment into success. Man, okay, so I took you 90 days ago. I'm going to take you nine months back now, Ooh. okay? So we're sitting nine months ago. I'm looking at my analytics. I'm checking the stats and the numbers for Boom like I do all the time, and it just sort of dawned on me. Like I was looking, I was in Google Analytics, and I sort of like, I don't know if my hair stood up. I just had like this shake-up moment, and I realized these numbers don't matter. It's about the people, right? Who are they? What are they interested in? Where do they live? And I started like really wanting to... I started really wanting to know who these people were, who these numbers, who do these numbers represent was the question I had. So what I decided was that we ought to start a video blog. We ought to start, we ought to have some way of connecting with this audience that's buying our products because we didn't have any kind of engagement or relationship with our community. And so what we did was we started this video blog. It's boombycindyjoseph.com. You can check it out. Uh, where we discuss topics and conversations that are relevant to our community, and it's just taken off. It's our number one driver of sales, referrals, and testimonials, and I think I said sales, but sales most importantly, which is really cool, and people are just loving it because we moved from just being a skincare company to a company with a voice and an opinion and a relationship with our customers, and I've now transitioned that same thing to every business I have. There's now a component where I am expressing, or whoever's, whoever the face of that business is, or, or even if it's just the brand, is expressing their viewpoints, thoughts, and opinions on the topics that are relevant to that community because what it does is it creates a real business. It creates, like we now have a community in each one of our businesses. We have a group of people who we relate with that we're not just selling products to. We're actually having an impact on their lives. They're leaving comments and saying, hey, this really affected me and I really appreciate you saying this and this is what it did for me. And so it just like, it changed our businesses from being like these transaction-based uh, things to like these to these entities that actually were, were doing good for the world. That were, that I, don't, I don't really have a good way of articulating it other than saying that it's, it's been really cool having a, a relationship with our customers. I think a good way to articulate it, Ezra, is 
that word you just kept saying, which is community. We are human beings. We love to belong. We love to be able to express our opinions and get encouragement, feedback. And that is what a sense of community does for us. So when you allow that forum, that place you can really interact, powerful things happen. So if you could just pull one clear lesson from this aha moment, what would it be? Well, I think the clearest lesson is get to know your customers, right? Whoever is buying stuff from you, those people matter. They're more than just numbers. Who are they? What do they want? What aspirations do they have in their lives? You know, like be invested in your community. I think that's the aha lesson. Like is, is there's a community behind your business. Who are they? And, and how can you better serve them beyond just giving them products? Boom. I'm just going to keep saying boom. Boom. <laughs> Ezra, <I like> that. <laughs> have you had an I've made it moment? I have, man. I have. It was a few, a number of years back, and it was when I quit my full time job to do online marketing full time, right? So the goal for me was the, the main goal when I started, when I got into internet marketing, was the main thing I wanted was freedom of time. I did not want to be stuck behind a desk because there was things that I wanted to do. There were things that I thought were cool. Like I wanted to run my charity and I wanted to spend more time with my, my now wife. And like, I, I hadn't made much money at the time, right? I wasn't, it wasn't so much about the money. It was about the freedom to be able to do the things that I want to do in the world, which I was not able to do working 80 hours a week. And so when I finally was able, cause the way it happened was I was working five days a week and then I was able to cut it down to three days a week, which was such a huge, I think that may have been the, the first, First, I've made it moment like, oh my God, this is working to the extent that I only ha- I can I can now work three days a week, which was just so cool. And then when I finally quit that job, it was it was it was unbelievable. And I was able and I wasn't even making very much money. I was just making enough to stop working my day job, but it was so nice. And I thought, you know what? I can do this. So Ezra, I'd say on about 95% of the interviews that I have. I need to do a little splicing after I ask the I've made a question because it just kind of hits people off guard and takes them a second to recover and they just kind of sit there like, what an I've made a moment? So you officially hold the record for the quickest response to have you had Ooh. an I've made a moment. So winner. <laughs> you know, look, man, we have I've made it moments every day. Every time we get a testimonial, every time I every time I get to do something like this, like I get to come on a pod, I get to come on Entrepreneur on Fire and talk about my life and, and, and have a conversation with you and get to connect with people like I've made it, man. What more what what more could you ask for? I love it, Ezra. It really comes down to the journey. And it's obvious that you're enjoying your journey. And that's one thing I stress so often to Fire Nation, to the 175,000 plus unique downloaders that we get every single month is that, listen, when you're hitting milestones, when you're actually reaching these goals, you need to take a step back and be like, wow, I've achieved something really impressive. I've accomplished something in life. And really enjoy that because we're on a journey. And if you're not enjoying that journey, then what are you doing? Because the finish line is a place you're not really going to be able to enjoy, at least in this world. So enjoy the journey, enjoy every day, enjoy the moments that you really have these little successes. I know what the answer is, Ezra, but I just want to hear your thoughts on the journey and just confirm that you are enjoying it. Man, it's all about enjoyment. In fact, there's a question, uh, well, we'll get to this a little bit later, but Yes, like you have, you get to, you're on this ride and you get to decide whether or not you get to perceive the things that happen to you and decide whether they're good or bad. So why not 
enjoy it. Why not have the viewpoint that things are good and have fun while you're doing the things you're doing? Because look, you're going to do them anyways. And if you get to choose whether or not you're going to be miserable while doing them or have a good time while doing them, it makes a lot more sense to enjoy it. It's a whole lot. You have a whole lot more fun and you have you, people, you, people enjoy being around you a lot more when you're having a good time. So I think the journey is everything. It's what we're all doing. We're all traveling on this journey together in, in some regard. And uh, yes, man, I, I, I think you said it so succinctly. I'm a bit stumped other than <laughs> I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think that enjoyment is where it's at and is what it's about and is how you get the most out of your life is by enjoying it. So Ezra, let's talk about your business right now. Share with Fire Nation a couple things that are just really exciting you today. You know, we talked, we touched on this earlier, but this podcast, podcasting in general, but specifically the podcast Think Act Get with James Schramko, where we're getting really good traction with it. And what, what excites me about it is it's not your traditional business podcast. We're talking about kind of like what you're doing. We're talking about lifestyle and mindset and all the things that it takes to be successful in all the areas of your life. And what excites me so much is that we're getting a good response to it. It's not, it's like a holistic approach to business. And the fact that our entrepreneurial community is taking to it. It really excites me. And then the other thing that I think that sort of uh, that I'm really, really enjoying because I like people. I grew up on a commune. I grew up around a bunch of people. I enjoy, like, I, I enjoy community. I like relating with people. And so I've started this uh, mastermind, which I think you've got a mastermind. A lot of people have masterminds and they're just so cool because you get to work with people one-to-one. You get to talk to them on a weekly basis about what's going on in their business and what problems they're facing and what they got done. And it's just like, I'm really enjoying that level of connection with, with the community. I'm really enjoying working with people on a one-to-one basis. And um, so the, this uh, mastermind is, is so much fun. And, and uh, the, another thing that I can't really announce just yet, because it's this big secret thing that we've been working on for Think, Act, Get, um, it sort of takes that to the next level and it'll be announced on our podcast next week. Uh, but I'm really excited about it. And it has to do with, uh, it has to do with sort of taking the mastermind and podcasting and this, this entrepreneurial journey to the next level by getting together in person. So love that Ezra. Well, I will be tuning in. And for people that are listening, one reason that I believe that think that get is having such success is because Ezra, you guys do such a good job with the title, with the show description. People know what they're going to get when they press the play button. And that's one thing that I've really dealt with Entrepreneur on Fire. People understand the format. They know this going to be a unique story every single time, granted. But they know that we're going to talk about a failure, a life lesson learned from that, an aha moment. We're going to talk about their current business, what's exciting them now, what's their vision for the future, and then give them some nuggets in the lightning round. You've really adopted a similar strategy by just having a very easily digestible title with easily digestible show notes about what the show is going to be about. So obviously, both you and James go off in a tangents, which is what it's all about, (laughs) because that's where the genius comes out. But at the same time, we know what the topic is. We know what the theme is. And a lot of podcasters miss that boat that people only have such limited time. We have to know before we press the play button that content that we're going to consume is going to be worthwhile. So good job on that. Thanks, man. I have to thank you for that. You know, I, one of the, I, 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 I am the kind of person, and I think this is a smart thing to do, is to take in your surroundings and take in your environment and look at what you enjoy. Look at what's successful and then model things off of it, right? So I'm an entrepreneur on fire listener, and I, I'd be lying if I said that it did not influence the way we do Think, Act, Get. So you find what you enjoy, right? I enjoy entrepreneur on fire. I enjoy the structure you have of this show. I think you're doing something really cool, and that has affected how I'm doing my 
my podcast. So I think that's a good lesson for people, which is you, you should take a look at what resonates with you and see how you can integrate that into what you're doing. Boom. So Ezra, you have shared with us a secret that you are going to reveal later in your podcast. Share with us another vision that you have for the future. You know, the, the, the biggest vision that I have for the future is to, I, I'm sort of like on the Facebook uh, journey, you know, they want to they con- connect the world and I want to connect this, the, our community. I want to connect the entrepreneurial community. I want to gather people together around specific goals and specific visions. Like I think we could do so much as a community, right? We are the, the entrepreneurs are the people who actually change things. We're the people who actually make things happen, who create jobs for people, who feed the homeless. And there's, it's, there's so many things like we're, that, that we could do as a community. And that's my goal is to sort of, that's why I'm doing all this, um, you know, getting out on podcasts and getting to know people and sort of getting exposure for myself is because I'd like to be able to communicate these thoughts and ideas and goals to our community and have people take action on them. Specifically, I think everyone could have a charity in their hometown that like my, my parents have this charity and I have it here in New York City. And this will, I'll just go off on a tangent here for a quick second. Yeah. Whole Foods and Trader Joe's have really, really high standards for uh, for, for their food. And so like their sushi and their eggs and their fruit and their fish, if it says sell by the 14th, they will throw it away on the 15th or, or sorry, if it says sell by the 14th, they'll throw it away on the, on the 12th or the 13th. And you know that stuff is good after the sell by date. And the reason they do that is because they've got really high standards. They can't have anything in their store that says sell by X date if it is that date. So Rather than throwing it away, they give it to me. I give them a tax write-off through the charity, and I, I distribute that because there's homeless people on the Lower East Side of New York, and you've got all this good, fresh food getting thrown away on the Upper East Side, and there's just no distribution. It's not that we don't have enough surplus. It's that the distribution channels aren't in place. So I think that there's, all, all, you know, there's so many more restaurants in New York City. We, we produce enough food in New York City to feed countries. That, that gets thrown away. So I think there's so many things like that that are just so easy to put in place that our community could do and our community has the desire to do because that's who we are as people. We are those people who do that kind of stuff. And, and so, you know, those are the kind of visions and <laughs> stuff I have. Man, that's on. passionate, Ezra. And I can just tell that you have the same syndrome that I have, like the bright, shiny object syndrome, is that we just see so many things that can be affected and impacted by us in this world that I just have to work every single day to kind of pull on my reins to keep me focused. Yeah, focus is, is such a tough one. It's <laughs> so tough. Okay, Fire Nation, we're going to quickly thank our sponsors who allow us to bring Entrepreneur on Fire to you seven days a week for free. Are you waiting for the perfect time to start your dream business? That time is now. LegalZoom and Entrepreneur on Fire have partnered up to make sure you get started right. Whether you're setting up an LLC, S-Core, sole proprietorship, nonprofit, trademarks, or copyrights, LegalZoom takes care of you from start to finish. Their award-winning service was developed by the best legal minds in the country, and every business gets personalized attention. One stat that I love, Fire Nation, is 90% of LegalZoom customers would recommend LegalZoom to their family. There is a disclaimer here to note, though. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but they can connect you to an attorney and provide self-help services at your specific direction. Let's sum this up. If you're an entrepreneur and want to ensure you are protecting your business, call or visit LegalZoom.com and protect what's yours. 
Make sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for additional savings. With GoToMeeting, it's easy to stay connected from wherever you are, whenever you need. Meetings are an opportunity to share ideas, problem solve, and develop creative solutions. But if you're like me, your team is spread out in different locations and coming together can be an impossible task. Unless you use GoToMeeting with HD Faces. Just click on the link, turn on your webcam, and you're instantly connected to your team. You can share the same screen to collaborate on documents while seeing each other face-to-face in HD. It's so easy to launch or join a meeting from anywhere using your computer, phone, or tablet, and you can now present from your iPad. When I need to take my virtual assistants through a new system I've developed, I launch a meeting, walk them through the entire process, answering any questions, and they will even have a recording afterwards if they need a refresher. Fire Nation, this is a no-brainer. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. For this special offer, visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code FIRE. Remember, use the promo code FIRE. Okay, Ezra, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I provide you with a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Boom, lightning round. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear, straight up fear, man. Can I really do this? Will I actually make it if it's just me, if I have no one to answer to, if there's no stability unless I create it? Can I actually make it? You know, do I have what it takes, or or what happens if I fail? Am I going to have something to fall back on? Like I was just, there was just afraid. What is the best business advice you've ever received? You know, I've had a bunch of goodness, a bunch of fantastic business advice over the years, and I think the best one is something that we touched on, which is face the inevitable with joy. So there's things that are going to happen to you. There's things you're going to have to do. So you can either be happy about them or not. It's your choice. You get to decide how you're going to judge the things that happen to you. So face the inevitable with joy. Be joyful about what's going on. Go, go at it. And the second one is to specialize. Be known for one thing, right? For me, that's e-commerce. If you have an e-commerce business, I can help you with it, period, right? Be known for one thing. Specialize. Uh, so I think be happy, face the inevitable with joy, and be a specialist. What is something that's working for you right now? Sharing. I've started sharing exactly what I'm doing, what's working for me, how it's going. And because of that sharing, right, I'm sharing on podcasts, I'm sharing on my video blog. I'm just out there sharing. And I'm getting customers, I'm getting engagement, I'm getting uh, exposure. Like sharing is the, is, uh, sharing has been amazing. And I've just recently started it in the last four months. I've, I've started this whole, I'm going to share what's going on thing. And it's really working. Love it. You have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, this one is fantastic. It's new. Um, I think that, that it, it's really relevant for a lot of people. It's called crushpath.com. And it allows you to create essentially a pitch page, a, a, a web page that you can, a really beautiful looking Web 2.0 style, actually Web 3.0 with all the lines like the way Google and Apple does it, um, 
page that allows you to display any offer or anything that you're doing or who you are. It's sort of like this virtual expanded business card. Um, and I'm, I'm helping authors and coaches and people like that create them. And it's just a really quick way to get up a pitch page or get up a website in five minutes that just looks fantastic that you can send people to. And you can also make a vanity URL. You can make it your homepage or your website. It's just a really cool new um, way to throw up a site really quickly that looks fantastic. Perfect. Well, as with every episode, we'll be linking everything we've talked about in this interview at entrepreneuronfire.com slash Ezra Firestone. If you could recommend one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? This one's probably never come up before on any business podcast, but <laughs> Stone Soup. It's a children's book. It's called Stone Soup, and it's about a guy who goes into a town puts a bunch of rocks in a, in a pot of water and gets a bunch of people to come around and he says, oh, this is going to be the best soup you've ever had. You've never experienced soup like this. And then someone's like, oh man, well, you know, onions are good in soup. Let me throw some onions in there. And he gets all these people to just contribute to his party until he has the best soup in the world. And he started with a couple stones and some enthusiasm. So check out Stone Soup. It's, <laughs> it's some good life lessons in that book. Love that. Well, Ezra, this next question is my favorite. It's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I think this is quite relevant to our entire topic. So yeah. what I'd do is I'd borrow someone's iPhone and I'd shoot a video of myself inviting people to a party to talk about their business and what's working for them and marketing and all that kind of stuff. I'd be like, man, this is going to be great. We're going to talk all about this. I'd get alcohol and food donated, right, which is really easy to do. If you're having a party with a bunch of entrepreneurs, there's plenty of restaurants and stores who want to be featured in front of those people. And you just go and say, hey, there's going to be 50 people. You could feature your wine in front of them. You'll get a couple bottles donated. So you get all your food donated. I'd put up an event on Facebook, right? I'd talk about everything we're going to talk about. It's going to be great. It's going to be business networking. You've never been to an event like this. And then I'd spend that 500 bucks on Facebook ads promoting that event. So that would get me more than 50 people there. If you've never run Facebook ads to promote an event, I do it all the time. I do it uh, for people. Uh, and it works really, really well. And it's super easy to get people to show up to a, to a, to a party or an event if, if your uh, event page looks good and if you've got a good offer, which in this case you would be because you'd be putting on a party for entrepreneurs in your area. And then at that event, I'd go talk to each person. I'd say, hey, what do you do? What's going on? And I'd sign myself three or four clients, marketing, uh, uh, consulting clients for sure. And I think it'd be a really cool thing. You could do that. You guys, anyone can do this who's listening right now. If you don't already have a, a way that you're uh, engaging with your community, being the host, like when I go to a party, my favorite position or role to play is the bartender because Everybody comes and talks to the bartender. Everyone wants what the bartender has. So you get to like get to know everyone. You get to pour everyone drinks. It's just a fantastic position to be in, the catalyst for creating the community, the person who put on the party, the guy pouring the drinks. So um, I think that'd be a really fun way to, uh, to, to, to wake up in a new world. I'd just put on a party. No diggity, no doubt, Ezra. You have just given us some great actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Uh, you know, I think the thank you, by the way. I really appreciate Welcome. you having me on the show. The piece of advice that I have for you, this is a sort of weird, but it's smile. Enjoy yourself. Be happy. Go out and experience 
the things that you are working for. Go have a massage. Go run. Go have take a day off and go to the beach. Like, like get what you're work. Experience what you're working so hard for now. Have it now because that's going to have you work even harder. You're going to feel better. You're not going to feel so drained. So I think that the best piece of advice I can give you is sort of the theme of this entire show, which is to enjoy yourself. And you can find me, Ezra Firestone, at smartmarketer.com or Ezra at smartmarketer.com. If you have an e-commerce business, if you'd love to chat with me, I just want to engage with you. I want to know what you're up to. If you think I can help you, let me know. Um, and if you just want to chat or you want, you know, get in touch with me is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> Ezra, your parting piece of guidance is so powerful, and I can just turn it back to you, even though I know I don't have to because you're already going to be doing it. But even when you're podcasting, audio only, behind a microphone, and nobody can see your face, smile. It resonates through the microphone, through the speakers, through the earbuds. My listeners literally can tell when I'm smiling, and they can tell when I'm not. I get emails saying, John, you seem kind of happy today in the, in the podcast. I really enjoyed that. Or, John, you seemed a little down today. Well, what's going on? Why weren't you that enthusiastic? Like, it really does resonate even through that. So, such a great piece of guidance. Smile, smile when you're podcasting, smile when you're talking to somebody face to face, smile when you're typing on the computer. It will come through your fingertips. Ezra, you have been so generous with your time, your expertise, and your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Boom. Fire Nation. My first book, Podcast Launch, is now live at Amazon. In this book, I share all and have created a step-by-step -step process for launching your podcast. The FIRE bonus is 15 video tutorials that I included with the purchase. You join me as I walk us step-by-step -step through each process visually, and by the end, you will be a podcasting pro. Pick up your copy at podcastlaunch.com. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.